Grace, mercy, and peace be yours today from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today's sermon is based upon the introit. The introit is a, from Psalm 130, a selection of verses from Psalm 130. This is a psalm of ascent. This is one of the psalms that Jesus would have sang and spoke on the way to feasts in Jerusalem. Thousands on the way to Jerusalem for one of the feasts. And it's a psalm of ascent because Jerusalem was actually, geographically, a long uphill journey. But these thousands of people with Jesus, what were they looking forward to? Were they looking forward to the festival of unleavened bread, the Passover? Or was it one of the other two, the festival of weeks and the festival of tabernacles? What were they looking forward to after traveling so many miles on foot, uphill, singing the Psalms of Ascent? They sang these over and over. The thousands must have been ready to rest, ready to sit down and eat, ready to sit down and drink. They're also thinking, of, well, they're probably ready to see old friends, distant family who they haven't seen since their last pilgrimage. What were these thousands looking forward to? What's in it for them? Well, in order to think about that, let's take today, for example. Dozens of you were on the way to St. Paul in Parkersburg for the festival of the second, second, 22nd Sunday after Trinity. On the way here, did you sing a psalm of ascent? Maybe you sang a hymn. But you did sing a hymn of invocation, which is a type of song of ascent, just before this festival began. Now your trip here, you might not be that tired. You might not be as exhausted as a Hebrew from walking up these few steps to get into church. In fact, maybe you're still just waking up. But on the way to this weekly feast, in the back of your mind, what's in it for you? Maybe you're looking forward to a shopping trip this afternoon while you're in town. Maybe you're looking forward to going out to lunch today while you're in town. Well, what about the kids? On the way to church, what do you think, children? What's in it for you? Is it the donuts in the fellowship hall? The filled ones. We adults are the same way. Yeah, I, I had to get up early for church, but I will enjoy that donut. And today, some extra feasting. But as faith matures, as faith is confirmed, kids, you begin to look forward to the, the feast of Jesus. Young boys eventually become young men. Young girls eventually become young ladies. 
like Clementine. As she looks forward to ascending these steps to this particular feast, the body and blood of Jesus Christ at the Lord's table. And as many of you can attest, this does not fade with old age. This feast is the high point of the weekly festival. That's what's in it for you. The Lord has chosen for you the good portion. This is what you look forward to. But the Lord has also chosen some necessary words for you as you make your way to this weekly feast here at St. Paul. What's in it for you? Well, the Lord chooses in his church what's in it for you. From our psalm of ascent in our intro today, verse 1 actually begins with lament. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. So to God's children, young and old, for we all have sin and guilt, God's fatherly discipline is like being cast into the depths of the sea. What's in it for you at today's festival? Adversity. Trouble. Anguish. And lament. Jonah, the prophet, tells you what this sounds like. The waters closed in over me to take my life. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. If you say you have no adversity, if you say you have no troubles or anguish, you deceive yourself, and the truth is not in you. Lament is part of what's in it for you at today's festival. And then, from our intro, it, a confession beginning with verse 3. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness. Therefore you are feared. The mercy of the Lord is found in forgiveness, and he does not keep a record of sins in his mind. If he were... If he were to keep a tally of your sins, even the most godly human could not stand in the presence of the Lord. None of us would be able to walk through these doors and remain even alive. From Psalm 1, the wicked shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. But, but God is full of forgiveness. He abounds in it. And he is to be feared. He's to be feared not only because of his great judgment and harshness, but also because of his great love in forgiving you. What's in it for you at today's festival? Well, for you, God's children, the godly, respond in godly fear and love in the confession of sins. And the Lord, the Lord has heard your words. And this is what he says to you. 
about your confession, which he has heard every bit of it from Deuteronomy. Oh, that they had such a heart as this always, to fear me and to keep all my commandments, that it might go well with them and with their descendants forever. What's in it for you coming to church today? You know, what else does the Lord choose for you here? It's up to him. All these years, all these Sundays, all these words, all these hymns and songs. What's in it for you is confidence in your redemption, paid for by the blood of Jesus Christ in his death and his resurrection. What's in it for you? Salvation, eternal life? Absolutely. But now, the million-dollar question. Why does the Lord choose this for you? Why does he choose little old you to ascend to this festival? Why would Jesus die for you? Well, not too long ago, I completed a confirmation examination in my office down the hall. Now, examinations, it's face-to-face, in the form of an interview, they're not easy. What if I were to ask any of you from the small catechism, what is the ninth commandment and what does this mean? But even though you may have memorized it and practiced it a hundred times, it's still difficult to recite the answer. I asked Clementine Jane Heffernan a particular question to which there is no memorized answer. I asked, why did Jesus go on the cross to die for you? Without hesitation, without recall of anything memorized, she immediately said, he loves me. Clementine, blessed are you. Blessed are you who has not seen Jesus and yet have believed. The Father in heaven has revealed this to you. So for children, for adults, for all of us, believe the love of God in Jesus Christ that is beyond all understanding. Have confidence in your redemption, O Israel. Hope in the Lord. For with the Lord is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption. And he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. What's in it for you? The love of God that surpasses all understanding. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.